Welcome to the Life is for Everyone podcast. Our purpose is to educate, activate, and transform. We post a new podcast every Monday and Wednesday. Prepare to be enlightened, encouraged, challenged, and fired up, ready to go as you listen to today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Life is for Everyone podcast. I am so excited to have my friend Maya on today. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, thank you for having me. So before we get into it and before I introduce Maya more, um, let's just open in prayer. Lord, we give you this podcast. We give you this time. We thank you, Jesus, that you are guiding this conversation. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you speak to every listener's heart. Um, As Maya shares, that you are speaking through her and you're just highlighting things in people's hearts, um, what you are calling them to do. We just thank you, Lord, for this time. You are such a good God and we praise you. Amen. Amen. So um, I met Maya at Karis. Mm-hmm. We were in DE group together, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and we really hit it off because we're both very interested and involved in the pro-life movement. Um, Maya actually works for Live Action, which is like the largest pro-life organization in the US, maybe even in the world. It's big. Um, and Maya does a lot of their marketing and social media and online things. Maya is someone that is super intelligent. She talks fast, which (laughs) always challenges me because I'm like, okay, I have to mentally keep up with everything you're saying. Um, but I love it. I love it. Uh, we just had lunch and that was super fun. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on. And I'm excited for where this is going to go. Yeah. So why don't you just start off by telling the audience a little bit about yourself so they get to know you. So I am Maya Rodriguez. (laughs) Uh, I've been going to Karis. I'm graduating this May. I'm really excited. I have been a part of the pro-life movement for probably the last, I want to say, two years now. I've been really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. I never really was passionate about the topic of abortion, Mm -hmm. nor did I really, you know, give it any attention up until like 2020 when everything was kind of going down with COVID and Mm -hmm. I was at home thinking about a lot of things. And so um, I got involved in the pro-life movement on social media was just being, you know, a pro-life activist on social media. wasn't really doing much other than that. And then God opened some really awesome doors for me as I was just obedient to him and what he asked me to do. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And everyone who's listening, excuse my voice. I'm a little bit congested, but anyway, uh, that's really awesome. And tell us a little bit more about like what what was it that inspired you to get involved in the pro-life movement like more specifically yeah so I remember so I'm I'm huge I'm big with TikTok I love TikTok and I know a lot of people don't like it but I'm definitely a huge fan I think that TikTok has an amazing way of reaching people Mm -hmm. that a lot of platforms don't have and so I started scrolling on TikTok I was not into talking about you know politics or anything publicly on social media I would post occasionally but nothing nothing of the sort especially not like the Mm -hmm. pro-life abortion conversation because I knew it was so controversial but I remember one day I was just scrolling on TikTok and I saw this just outrageous um, pro-abortion video Mm. and it kind of stirred something up inside me and I was like I know that abortion is wrong I need to say something about this Mm -hmm. so I responded to this video 
on my TikTok and it was like the first ever like statement I had made about <laughs> being pro-life or anything. And uh, basically just saying like, you know, we need to value human life. We can't just throw human life away. Yeah. And a lot of my friends that I actually grew up with started making fun of me in the comment sections. Like wow. we're commenting like clown emojis were like really popular in 2020 to like yeah. comment on someone that you didn't like. So they were commenting clown emojis and like a bunch of just like random things to just wow. try to make me feel embarrassed. And I was like, no, like I know abortion is wrong mm-hmm. and I'm not going to back down on this. So from yeah. there, um, I had lost a few friends from that post. Mm-hmm. They had blocked me and they're like, we're never talking to you again. These are some friends that I grew up with, like knew was hang, wow. hang out with, hung out with them all the time. And I was devastated about that, but I was like, man, more people need to know the truth. Mm-hmm. And my methods were probably not the best. I was definitely a little aggressive when I started <laughs> and the Lord has helped instill grace in me in terms of my communications with other people. Yes. So just from that day forward, after I made that video, I was like, I need to talk about this because there's not enough people on social media who are talking about it. Yes. And then from there, I started posting and um, kind of went viral on TikTok mm-hmm. for pro-life content and just stuck with it and I did some other content as well but mainly pro-life content and God just has done amazing things through it yeah that's awesome God's really really blessed it are you I know you got like censored off of TikTok are you still on did you get your account back yes so actually it was really funny I've gotten banned like permanently banned and I say that in quotations um multiple times where they've like taken my account off maybe four times wow and so I just posted on Instagram to all of my followers. I was like, send TikTok a complaint about this. And so I had like maybe a hundred people who had sent in complaints and then they finally restored my account. So I screenshotted their email that said they had no violations of my account. So every time they banned me, I just resent them the email that they sent me that they had no violations. So they would unban me super quick. Like the last time I got banned, they unbanned me within five minutes after I sent them a screenshot of their email. But the first time I got banned, I was banned for like a couple weeks, which is a bummer, but I'm glad to be back on because I'm like, man, we need people to tell the truth. Yes. And you have a pretty big following on there, right? Yeah. I have almost 120,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, totally God none of it was yeah God it shows like how passionate and how much it's God's heart that the truth gets out there Mm -hmm. you know that's so important and even the opposition recognizes how powerful it is because they censor it yeah so yeah that's that's really awesome um what would you say that your experience of being involved in the pro-life movement has taught you I think just to have grace for people Mm. because I feel like a lot of the times in the pro-life movement and just amongst the the topic of abortion when you're talking to, whether you're talking to a pro-lifer or someone who's pro-abortion, um, there's just a lot of division. Mm-hmm. And so I think right now what people need to be doing with their you know pro-life advocacy in general is this is something that I've been learning and trying to put into practice is just to have a listening ear mm-hmm. and to be willing to listen because yeah. a lot of people who, you know, are in favor of abortion or support abortion have some type of experience as to why Mm -hmm. and so I think it's so important to have a hearing ear and I think that's one thing that I've really learned after being a part of the pro-life movement being around all types of pro-lifers seeing what's effective in sharing the pro-life message and seeing Mm -hmm. what's not I think it's just so important to have a listening ear and that is my goal and what I really want to put out there is just Mm -hmm. listen be a listener Mm -hmm. because when when you 
people feel heard, they're more likely to listen to you yes. as well. Yeah, that's really, really good. And that's key with any communication in any relationship, like being a good listener. Um, and I think I think it's really good what you said about having grace for people. And, you know, Jesus has grace for us. Mm-hmm. So we should emanate his character. Condemnation and shame is never going to work. That doesn't, we know ourselves, like when we've been condemned or shamed over something, it doesn't work to make you do a three to make you turn around what makes you turn around is actually the goodness and love of god yeah and so why would it be any different in this issue you know for sure that's that's so good um so i think you kind of answered this already but you said about you know you've seen as you've met different pro-lifers and stuff you've seen like what's effective and what isn't can you elaborate on what is effective and what isn't yeah for sure um so again especially being on social media i feel like there is a really wide perspective like I get a really wide perspective and get to look at all different kinds of people who share messages whether they're pro-abortion or pro-life because for me regardless on if someone agrees with me or not I still like to build connections on social Mm -hmm. media so I am friends with some pro-abortion accounts and Mm -hmm. with women who are very pro-abortion because we've done debates on live or whatever Mm -hmm. over a zoom call and we all became friends after it was over yeah and so I think for me what I've seen to be the most effective is little by little it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a transformation that happens overnight but as you start to plant seeds you know like I said with these people who I'm friends with who are pro-abortion where we disagree on everything when it comes to the topic of abortion what I have done is just try to be a friend and Mm. I think that's something too is that goes along with like the grace and the love and listening is just like regardless of if we're talking about abortion if we're not just showing interest in their Mm. life and showing interest in just who they are and I've noticed that as you plant seeds and you just are like, hey, I'm here for you if you need anything. I know you're struggling with this or whatever, that people are more likely to listen. So I really think it's all about relationship. It's all about love. It's all about yeah. grace. I think what I've seen to be not effective <laughs> is harshness and aggressiveness. Yes. And I think for me, that was a learning experience because when I first started in the pro-life movement, I had no idea how to articulate what I was saying. Yeah. And I'm so willing to admit that, that I was... Um, even though I might have been right in what I was saying, the way that I went about saying it was completely wrong. And I didn't change minds when I did that. You know, I didn't try to educate people um, through what I was saying. It was just like, you're wrong. I'm right. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm right. And so I think another important way is through education, like I was saying too, is to just share the truth and do it gracefully. Like um, when people see the truth about abortion, it stirs something up inside of them. So I feel like, as pro-lifers, it's also important for us to be reliable mm. in the sense of what we're sharing. We need to be sharing accurate information. Mm. We need to be sharing, you know, timely information and making sure that what we're sharing is not out of date yeah. or something that people can hold against us. Obviously, yeah. no one's going to be perfect when they're trying yeah, to share, yeah. you know, the pro-life message. And it can be easy to find sources that aren't really real. But make sure you know what you're talking about when you talk to people yes. and be willing to admit when you're wrong about something. That's because good. humility will reach people more than pride will. Too. Yes, that's really, really good. And I think there were so many things that you said, just creating like relationships. That's how you minister to someone and not, you know, the world and the enemy tries to cause so much division where he tries to make people feel like they're so different on both sides. And yeah. I think especially the pro-abortion side, they have demonized the pro-life side so much that people who consider themselves pro-choice or pro-abortion like view us in a way where it's like no um, 
no like relationship or contact is is possible because it's like so different and just showing people no you know we agree with with choice we just don't agree with murdering Mm -hmm. and we're actually the side that cares about women because you know abortion it doesn't help women and so and really that is just piercing through those lies with the truth like Mm -hmm. you said and and just not going into conversations or arenas with like already judgment or condemnation in your mind towards someone but just going in and being like okay how can I minister to them because it's not just about abortion it's about them it's about making sure that that woman is okay because she's not okay if she's thinking about abortion there's other things going on in her life and so caring for the whole picture and and that is what Jesus does Mm -hmm. so that's really powerful um and that's really cool how you can say that just from experience as well this isn't just oh this is what I think should be done this is what works this is what you've seen make a difference so Mm -hmm. that's awesome um so one thing I would just like to really quickly touch on um before we get to one of the sort of final questions I was thinking about is so you work for live action Mm um what would you say is like we're hearing so much in the news right now about, you know, Roe v. Wade's overturned, but then on the other hand, like, abortion by male has gone up. Like, mm-hmm. where do you see the pro-life movement right now? Well, I think that's kind of a complicated question because there is so much going on. And I think that right now... I agree. Now, I give you a hard question. Yeah. As the pro-life movement, like, we also we need to celebrate the small victories, but we mm-hmm. also need to really be willing to be active. Yeah. And that is one thing I love about live action um, is that they are so willing to be active and to speak out on these mm-hmm. things. And I really think that a lot of people don't know what's going on, even mm-hmm. though the media is pushing a lot. Um, I know that after COVID, there's a lot of people who don't watch the news anymore, who don't listen yes. to, who don't read up on things because a lot of the media is dishonest. Yes. And so live action has actually been covering through live action news. So if any of you are interested, definitely go to the website and check yeah. that out because they have some great resources and articles. And I'm not going to say I speak for live action when I say um, these things, but I think that right now as the pro-life movement where we stand is just making sure that we're putting out the best information Mm -hmm. possible, making sure it's accurate, we're informing people, um, but also just celebrating those like small things and being willing to step Mm -hmm. up and continue to fight for the truth, continue to fight because our fight didn't just end with Roe v. Wade. I really think that's where the fight truly began. And so now we're going to have to be willing to step into these other areas to, you know, prevent abortion by mail and the abortion pill being sold in retail pharmacies and different things like that and so now I think is the time where the pro-life movement really needs to step up more than we've ever done before Mm -hmm. especially to support women because I believe that no women no woman goes into an abortion thinking that that's her best option Mm -hmm. you know and no woman wants to I mean in reality maybe this is true I'm sure there are some women out there who are just like I'm gonna have an abortion whatever but I really feel like deep down no one truly wants to have an abortion unless she thinks it's her only option yeah and so as the pro-life movement I think it's super important that we're just really stepping up to provide Mm. you know resources for women education for women and different things that are available to them and just supporting them and loving them through everything Mm. but now is the time where we really really need to step up and speak out about you know the truth and and really get involved with helping women more than we have before yeah that's that's really really awesome um you know i think there are a lot of encouraging things but also like as you said we have an amazing opportunity now to really be the hands and feet of jesus as roe v wade is overturned as 
you know, it's down to states to make decisions. We can impact. There's no longer a federal law over our heads. We can make a difference in our local places. And we have the ability to do that. So that's actually super exciting that everything we do is is making a difference where we are. And so could you talk a little bit more about what others specifically can do to make a difference? Yeah, one huge thing that Live Action did um, and encouraged during the whole Justice for the Five that happened yes. last year where those... Uh, Tell people were... more about what that is. Yeah, so last year on March 25th, 2022, there were over 100 babies that were found aborted outside of the Washington Surgery Clinic by the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. Mm-hmm. And... Five of those aborted babies um, could have possibly been killed illegally, mm. either by a partial birth abortion or they were just birthed and left to die. Mm. And so no justice has been taken for these five babies that were murdered. And so what live action was encouraging people to do was to call their lo- legislators, call you know the mayor's office in Washington, D.C., mm. get in touch with the people who are representing your city, your county, and talk to them about where they stand on abortion, encourage them. Because a lot of the times people who are pro-life won't call their legislators because they're like, oh, they're busy or they're not going to listen to me. But you'd be surprised at what 12 people calling could do and make a difference with the legislators. And like, I think honestly, at this point, we have to really, really put legislators and hold them accountable for what they're doing. Because, you know, Mayor Bowser, I don't even think she, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure she didn't even make any real comments about justice for the five i know there has been no action taken it's been over a year now Mm -hmm. and so just in general think about how many more babies could have been unjustly murdered like that all over the country and they don't have a voice for themselves they haven't been fought for and so it's our job as pro-lifers to really hold our legislators accountable Mm -hmm. hold the people elected officials accountable and like tell them you know I'm going to tell all my friends not to vote for you because this is where you stand on abortion and really encourage them to just be bold, especially pro-life politicians who claim to be Mm pro-life, but they don't really show it within how they represent the people yeah, and how they act. And so I think that it's super important that we're really getting in the ears of our legislators because a lot of them just ignore us like we're not here, but we're here, you know, we're stronger. We're going to come back better than ever. And I believe that the pro-life movement is going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. So really just making an impact by calling our legislators, getting in touch with our elected officials, but also getting involved on a local and community level, like Mm -hmm. with a pro-life group in your city or Mm -hmm. with, you know, a pregnancy resource center volunteering. Really, if you're passionate about being pro-life and you want to make a difference, get your hands dirty, get on something, start volunteering, start, you know, interning somewhere. And even if it's not a paid position or whatever, Mm -hmm. just find some time to be able to pour back into your community Mm -hmm. because ultimately... If we want to see good fruit come out of this, we have to be willing to pour so, in and plant seeds. Yeah. 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 That's so good. And you just reeled off like so many ways that people can make a difference. And a lot of those ways don't require a lot of time to call or to email your representative is not that can be 20 minutes and yeah. it's done. And that could make a huge difference because what's so interesting to me not just in the pro-life world, but in other um, cultural battles that we see over different issues today. It's so interesting to me how oftentimes it's just one or two people who are speaking up, but they rally the people around them. And oftentimes it's actually people who are speaking against godly morals that are speaking up and they're rallying people and they're putting lies out there. People are believing it. 
And it's like, if just one or two godly people spoke up on that, this would Mm -hmm. be completely different. And so so it's the power that every single one of us has, you know, in our, in our, in using our voice. So, yeah, I would also say take advantage of social media because there is so many ways to reach people on social media that that you can reach way beyond what you can do in person. Yes. Obviously, I absolutely believe in creating a difference around you with your relationships with mm-hmm. people around you because I do believe that personal relationships really do make the most difference in yeah. communities. But on another level too, social media has a reach where we can reach people that we could have never reached before. Yes. And so be vocal on social media and that yeah. takes literally no time to repost, you know, a yeah. little square on your story that shares something about abortion, yes. a pro-life quote or something like that. Because you never know who could be reading it that might be impacted by it. Or maybe a friend of yours who's interested in talking more about abortion yeah. that was waiting for someone to post about something to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And so just really utilize what you have around you because we have so many resources around us that we don't take advantage of. Yes. And I think that if we were to really get our hands on everything around us, that we could be making a way bigger difference in our world. That's really good. Could you just touch on one more thing before we do the three minute challenge? Um, What difference have you seen? Like what fruit have you seen from you personally speaking up on social media? Oh, it's been so awesome. So there has been like a lot of backlash too, which honestly is not necessarily a bad thing in my opinion. I think that if I'm getting backlash, that means I'm standing up for something that's right, you know? And so for me, I've definitely seen a lot of fruit in my own personal life, just growth and learning for Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. but also in a lot of areas where I've received DMs from people that I've never met in my life before who say, I wasn't really sure where I stood on abortion, but now that I have watched some of your videos and, you know, search up some of your resources, I'm thinking about becoming pro-life. And then it opens doors to have conversations. And I've had hundreds of DMs like that over the past two years that I've been talking about abortion. And I'm not going to take credit for that because that was totally the Lord who's opened those doors for me to be able to speak into people's lives. But even just in general, the the people that I've been able to reach Mm. is just crazy to me. I've had the opportunity to speak at a couple pro-life clubs in in public high schools. And I also had the opportunity to speak at a homeschool group uh, about the topic of abortion. And so I think that really God has opened some amazing doors for the truth to be told. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it's just been really cool to see what what God is doing and how yeah. God is stirring up hearts during this time that people are curious about abortion. So when we speak mm-hmm. up about it and we tell them the truth and we encourage, you know, um, pro-life messages and we encourage love and peace and all those different things mm-hmm. and we encourage just the love of Jesus, and, you know, it really does make a difference. And I think it's very evident through just the work that I've been able to do. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's so cool. As you obey God, he has got your back. Like he's favoring it. He's blessing it. And so it's just for people listening, like if you feel on your heart to step out, step out, God's Mm -hmm. right behind you. And it, it'll be just like the greatest joy. Mm -hmm seeing the fruit for sure and it's not always going to be easy so don't get discouraged when there's days that get hard when you're getting you know death threats or whatever because I've definitely (laughs) gotten a fill of those but don't be discouraged allow that you know the hate that comes your way or the discouragement that comes your way to take that as a top opportunity to be like, I'm planting seeds right now. These people yes. don't see it, but regardless on what they think God is going to use these messages mm-hmm. to plant seeds. So don't be so easily discouraged. Just trust that the Lord has a plan because mm-hmm. I know it's easy to give up, you know, when things yeah. get tough. So I would just say, stick it through, you know, don't give up 
on what you're passionate about. Keep speaking Mm -hmm. about what you're passionate about because the Lord will use that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. I'm so glad that we were able to do this together today. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You're a blessing. (laughs) So are you. Um, So we always like to end on the three minute challenge because we don't want at life we don't want anyone to um just listen and not put it into action because that doesn't really make a difference so we always like to give a three minute challenge so what would you challenge our listeners with yeah so everyone who's listening i want you to grab the closest piece of paper (laughs) that's near to you and a pen or even just open your notes app on your phone and i want you to write down three ways that you're going to actively be boldly pro-life this Mm -hmm. week regardless of what that looks like if that's posting a social media graphic responding to a story or just reaching out to a friend write down three ways that you are actively going to be boldly pro-life I love that. And that's so easy. I love that. So I encourage everyone listening, go do that. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper right now and write down those three things and ask the Lord. If nothing comes to mind, Lord, what do you want me to do? Yes. So thank you once again for coming on. It was yes. really awesome. And um, what's your Instagram and TikTok handle so people can follow you? I am Live It Loud Maya. Live It Loud Maya. I love it. So go follow Maya and um, don't forget to subscribe to this show and we'll speak to you soon. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.